Welcome to the Ashes into Beauty podcast with your host, Stephanie Marie Laswell, Divorce Concierge at The Divorce Life. Hello, my dear friends. It's Stephanie Marie here, your go-to thinking partner for divorce. I am so excited to have our guest, Sarah, here with us today. She has some exciting things to talk to us about, um, but she is going to share her Ashes into Beauty divorce story with us. And I just want to forewarn you that you may be triggered in this conversation today. So if that happens, just take a step back, take a deep breath, check your mindset. It's okay. And we really hope that you'll be able to continue to listen to the whole podcast because I believe that you will gain some very encouraging, insightful information from Sarah today. And with that, we're just going to go ahead and jump right in. Thank you for sharing your story with us, Sarah, and being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. Yes. So the first question I like to just dive in and ask is, tell us about what your ashes were from your divorce. Right. So I think we all who've been through it can agree that divorce, even in the most, you know, friendliest and happiest situation between the parties is not a good experience, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Unfortunately, my divorce was even messier. I'm a a survivor of domestic violence. So I was a completely different person uh, through that relationship and upon separation. So what's really happened for me is I feel like I've just become a lot stronger, more independent, and I've really learned how to use my voice, Mm -hmm. which is one of the things that I lost Mm -hmm. during that relationship. Mm -hmm. And you've been divorced for three years. Is that right? Well, so we separated in 2017, Mm -hmm. but it was a long, messy divorce. And so we didn't actually finalize until May of 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a long time. I'm sorry. Did COVID, had, did COVID have an effect on that or? Uh, it was actually pre-COVID. Oh, okay. So he um, he just likes to argue yeah. a lot. <laughs> High conflicts, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, what were the biggest obstacles that you had to overcome to start your healing journey and, you know, for that transition of divorce and all of that? So for me, it's co-parenting. Mm. Um my children are my world. Mm-hmm. They mean everything to me. And I've basically built my life around them. I built my businesses around them so that I can make sure that I'm there for them while they're young. Right. So having to co-parent in a very difficult situation was definitely the hardest thing that I ever had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and learning, you know, I went to a lot of classes and a lot of different trainings in order to learn how to do that Mm -hmm. with a high conflict party on the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that overcoming that transition of parenting from co-parenting together in the home to just single parenting or solo parenting and with a high conflict conflict personality. (laughs) Yes. It it was a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, So how did you, did you receive a lot of support from your family and friends or were you kind of out there all alone just trying to figure it out? So I am very lucky. Um, I had been isolated Mm -hmm. because of my situation Mm -hmm. for a long time. 
But when I came out of it, I was lucky to have a lot of family and friends who support me. And the more that I've been vocal Mm -hmm. about the things that have happened, the more support I'm finding. Awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, you know, we have resources here in Oklahoma Mm -hmm. that have been amazing Mm -hmm. for me and my family as well. That's awesome because that's not always the case with DV situations. Sometimes the victim and the family, the kids are often sometimes to blame and people don't always understand those situations and why did it take you so long to leave and it's it is such a cycle that you get you lose yourself in those situations and not everybody can have understanding or empathy for that what do you think it is that we can do to kind of rally around divorcees and and help them have their dignity and respect and what services can we do better at providing for them I think support is crucial, Mm -hmm. Uh, not just in DV situations, but in Mm -hmm. any sort of divorce situation. I find that people have a tendency to ask why or, oh, things were so great. Why Mm -hmm. did that happen? Right. And I understand the curiosity behind Mm -hmm. that. But as the person receiving that, that can be a hard message to hear. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. Justin, I understand. I know you're going through a rough time how can I help mm-hmm. would be a much better reaction mm-hmm. for someone, you know, experiencing divorce. Yeah. Yeah. And I find sometimes like I, when people would ask me like, how can I help? I didn't always know. I didn't always have that answer. And so I I've heard, I don't know where I heard this tip, but when you do think of things like make a list of tangible ways people can help, because I truly find that people do want to help, but they don't always know how to help unless you give them something very specific. Um, and so that that's a good way of being prepared for those questions so that you can actually have something to offer um, when they are offering support. Um, what, so I, I've been following you for a while on Facebook. <laughs> and so I know that you um, have a romantic relationship happening and I'm watching that blossom. And so what dating advice do you have for those that are coming out of divorce? Well, first of all, I would say don't write people off. Get to know someone, talk to them just because they look different on a dating app mm-hmm. or on Facebook at least give them the opportunity to have a conversation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely do background checks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some interesting uh, situations come up in my dating life where people gave me names that actually were not their real name. Wow. They were going by their middle name or something. Mm-hmm. And it popped up whenever we were at dinner. And then I go run their background check and they have assault. Mm. They have domestic violence. Mm. They had drug charges. I mean, obviously, that's why they didn't give mm-hmm. me their first right. name, yeah. right? Um, so just be very aware of who you're going out with mm-hmm. and look for red flags. Mm-hmm. Don't continue to pursue something if your gut tells you not to. Yes. Just let it go. That was the hardest thing for me, Mm -hmm. I think, was learning to trust my gut instinct Mm -hmm. because I feel like we're told a lot, Mm -hmm. oh, that's not a big deal, right? right? Everything's downplayed. Um, So that was the hardest thing for me was Mm -hmm. learning to trust my gut. But I also found when I did trust my gut, I would find out later exactly why Why? it did what it did. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, for sure. 
especially women. Like we have that natural intuition as the gift that God gave us. And so we definitely need to be following through with that. Um, what resource do you recommend um, for our listeners to go check out for those background checks? So if you're in Oklahoma, the good thing about our system is it's very public. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a site called www.osc as in cat, n as in nancy.net. And you can just look a person up by their name mm-hmm. and find, you know, records for them if they've been in Oklahoma. Now, right. if they haven't been o- in Oklahoma or they just moved here, there are other ways to approach that. Mm-hmm. You might have to do an actual background check. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it never hurts to start on OSCN mm-hmm. and just make sure that there's not something dangerous in their background. Right, right. Yeah, that's an awesome resource for anybody to go check out first. Um, and then as far as like helping your kids transition, you mentioned that, that they are your world. Um, how have you found that you were able to help them transition in the best ways possible, even though you were kind of in this, this conflict of this co-parenting situation, what have you been able to find for them? What resources or how have you been able to help them manage all of this change? Yeah, so my kids are in a situation now where their dad has completely suspended visitation Mm -hmm. and cannot contact them, um, which has been beneficial for us. But prior to that, I just worked very, very hard to make sure that they were in a completely different environment in my home than in their father's. Mm -hmm. But I also made sure that they understood what their boundaries and expectations Mm -hmm. were. And they've also been to a lot of counseling. Mm -hmm. And we've reached out uh, the school. We're lucky to be in a good, you know, school that helps us a lot mm-hmm. with individualized plans mm-hmm. and specialized needs. Mm-hmm. So really, I've grabbed any resource that mm-hmm. I can get my hands on to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Palomar, if you're in the Oklahoma County area, is a really great resource yes. for domestic violence situations yes. as well. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's a, it was a godsend for me. So, oh yeah. Well, and I don't know if you're aware, but they have self worth classes and parenting through self worth classes that teach you the TBRI method, mm-hmm. which I found to be just amazing. Yeah, with my kids when we were experiencing mm-hmm. our situation. Yeah, so. that is awesome. I mean, they're like a one stop. Like, go there first. Like, oh, absolutely. First yeah. stop. Yeah, and take advantage of everything they mm-hmm. offer. Yeah, <laughs> don't turn anything yes. down. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so what is like one thing that you would like for our listeners to take away from our conversation today? I would like everyone to realize that when you're going through something difficult, it feels really overwhelming at that moment, mm. but it's just a season. Mm. So keep pushing through, keep fighting and know that you're going to come out the other side better for it mm-hmm. and stronger. Yeah. Absolutely. This isn't going to last forever. Right. Yeah. It's rocky in the beginning, very uncertain. You're probably overwhelmed with a lot of things. But if you keep pushing towards that life that you want, like you've been able to create a beautiful story out of your your ashes, right? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And also, don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are taught not to do that, mm-hmm. to kind of hold on to our problems mm-hmm. and not let people know about that. But 
people are there to help and they want to help and they can be amazing resources. So let them do that for you. Yeah, that's that's probably one of the things that I did. Um, I'm the oldest of three and I think so I come with like high responsibility and I just kind of tried to pull my boots up, you know, and just like crudge through on my own. And it wasn't until I realized that I couldn't do it on my own that that's really when shifts started happening. And then that I wasn't this stuck anymore when I reached out for help because we do need each other and you aren't alone. Um, everybody that's gone through a divorce, which is about half of us, <laughs> at least once, if not twice, like me, <laughs> um, you don't have to do it alone. There's lots of people that are going to show you compassion and love and cheer you on as you get through your divorce journey. So what would you say was the most beautiful thing that has come out of your divorce? So being on the other side of it, uh, just really being able to be myself. Mm-hmm. I care a lot less about what <laughs> anyone thinks. I have purple hair. <laughs> I wear leather jackets. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so just being secure in who I am, knowing my strength. And also, I mean, you mentioned, you know, I am in a relationship. Being able to find happiness mm-hmm. and healthy love. Um, it's just a whole different ball game. Yeah. My life is way happier yeah. now than it was. It's amazing. Then. Well, congratulations. I'm so happy to hear that beautiful story. And it is fun to watch, just not in a creepy way, but in a happy for you way. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so tell us your exciting news. What's going on besides all of that? Well, I have a book that came out today, Um, so I'm super excited about that. I've been writing it five years now. Mm -hmm. It's been about my journey, and whenever I came out of my situation, I'm the person who strives to understand why things happen. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of research. I go to trainings. I do all the things. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to do was put together this book that was not only my experiences, but how to avoid that situation, Mm -hmm. what to look for, Mm -hmm. or importantly as well, how to get out of a domestic violence Mm -hmm. situation safely Mm -hmm. if you do find yourself in one. So really the point behind my whole book was to have a resource available for victims Mm -hmm. um, or someone who's new to the dating scene Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be so that they can avoid domestic violence altogether because there are signs Mm -hmm. that I didn't recognize when I was, you know, Mm -hmm. 22, 23 and I got in the relationship. And so if you have that knowledge, Mm -hmm. it's power. Right. Absolutely. You don't know what you don't know until you've been through it and that's any situation. Right. And so when we have gone through situations and we can share what we've learned, It's just a gift that we can give to the world. And so thank you so much for sharing your story and helping us know how to have awareness and what we need to look for. I think that's very powerful and just another beautiful piece of your story, right? I don't know that it's all beautiful. Right. (laughs) Right. But it feels good. I mean, um, for a long time, I was scared Mm -hmm. to talk about things and Mm -hmm. I really found power in using my voice. So both for my benefit and for the benefit of others. I'm glad that I was 
that I've kind of seen this through and, mm-hmm. and went through with it. Yeah, so. absolutely. So how can people find your book? Okay, so my book is The Monster in My Home, Surviving Evil. Mm-hmm. And it's on Amazon. You can just Amazon search mm-hmm. that. I almost said Google. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's also on Smashwords. So it was released today Yay. and it's all ready to go. So all you got to do is search me up. And it'll be there for you. Perfect. That's awesome timing. And we'll have all the um, resources that Sarah has mentioned as well as her book. We'll put those all in the show notes so that you guys can easily find her. And then um, do you have an event coming up that you'd like to invite us to? Yeah. So October 22nd is the book release. And I'm having a little party uh, to celebrate that at the Cove in Bethany. From three to five. So I would love to see anybody there. It's also a silent auction for Palomar. Oh, awesome. So we have some items that were donated by local businesses in order to raise some money for Palomar. And if you find the event on Eventbrite, you can actually directly donate. Um, So I think we're up to about 200 in donations. Awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, that is exciting. You've still got plenty of time. That's what, two weeks out? So you've got time to, yeah. I feel like this uh, last couple of months has just flown by. So yeah. for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, the it's almost here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exciting times. Well, I am so excited that you were able to come on and share your story and your book release and all of the great things that you're doing. And I look forward to just seeing more great things come from you. Um, and thank you so much for sharing your story. Well, thank you for having me. I've had a great time. Yeah, well, good. All right, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And because you have listened, you are officially a friend of The Divorce Life. I would love to hear from you. What comments, what thoughts, what do you want to hear more of? What do you need as you're going through your divorce? I am here to be your local resource. Do good, do no harm, and radiate love. Talk to you next time. Bye. For more information on services or divorce resources provided by The Divorce Life, you can follow me on Facebook or Instagram or find us at www.thedivorcelife.com. Thank you for tuning in and listening and a big thanks to my producer, Jazz, at the Possibilities Podcast Center.